Hi. Um, there's construction going on outside, so I don't know if you'll hear it, which is really fucking annoying. But that is life living in a city. We can't control what these working men are doing. Yeah, men control everything. They also control the sound quality of this episode. Sorry, are my shoes in the way? Yeah, your 10 million pairs of shoes are interfering on the way I can sit. Hey, they're cute shoes. Okay, Paul, who likes cowboy boots? Me. I Everyone like them. Everyone loves cowboy boots. Nobody else give me their opinion. stupid people. Except stupid people. <laughs> I bought a body chain today. Ugh. Oh my God. Dharma's killing people. It's your shoes. Why don't you just move them? Which I'm doing that right now. You come into my house. Don't even. You come into my world. Don't even. And you tell me how to not even. Yeah. I'll always tell you how to not even. Just slip slop slop. Slip slop your sluckin's life. Hi, welcome to another episode of Anachima This Book Club. Whenever Dharma and I are talking about something that is absolutely revolting, we say the following. Take it out back. Guillotine. That's incestuous. <laughs> that's <laughs> I think that's it. <laughs> we got no others. That's that's all of them. But you can steal them. Trademark. We'll get royalties every time you say it. Yeah. Castration, guillotine, take it out back. Oh yeah, castration. Castration. Cut it off. Cut it off. <laughs> cut it out and cut it off. Amputate. Anyways, how how's your life? Michaela and I watched <laughs> the documentary House of Hammer, which Hot. is about Army Hammer and him being a woman abuser and a cannibal. Yeah, good times. Good times. We love spending our Tuesday nights watching horror. Horrific watching events. <laughs> real life horrific events that are happening right in front of us. Yeah. Yeah, we love right in front of us. <laughs> right in front of our eyes. Yeah. All this happened like two years ago. It's still happening right now. Yeah, he's, it's still he's probably DMing some twenty two year old that he wants to barbecue and eat her rib. One thousand percent PSA. If Army Hammer just, you know, slips into those slee slams, don't <laughs> Slee slams. Slee slams. Don't well, Bl- or do, you know. <laughs> Block him. He's going to eat your rib. Yeah. He's going to brand you. He literally asked a girl if she could cut out her rib so that he could smoke it and barbecue it and eat it. Let's just moment of silence. Moment of silence for her ribs. I do love some barbecue, though. I know. Wait. Maybe we should go for barbecue tonight. Darvin and I, we went, <laughs> we went to the aquarium years ago. Oh, my God. We walked through the whole aquarium. And we were like, oh, so nice. So nice. We got to the end and we both just in silence looked at each other and we were like, are you craving seafood? I'm craving fish. <laughs> are you craving fish? And to the point that we like looked up on google maps closest fish to us we walked like 20 minutes <laughs> yeah and we got the best oh my, seafood pasta so good it was so good and we sat on the patio in our we little slot. tube tops it was summer outside oh yeah and we had some cider and our freaking loaded up seafood pastas it and was it was so good one of the best days ever honestly it really was it was very cute we always have like random we just do random shit yeah, a lot. Mikhail and I date each other pretty much. It's very accurate. Yeah. We don't need any bullshit men because we just date each other. We just date each other. But you know, you can still send us your dick pics to notmothersbookclub at gmail.com. Update I'm still 
abstinent. <laughs> you want to say that again? I'm still having abstinence. <laughs> Is that what you want? I'm still doing the abstinence. Abstinence is encapsulating me. See, you do it on purpose and I do it because I I don't meet people. (laughs) I'm barely doing it on purpose. Oh my God. At this point, I think that I'm just... I think that I'm just becoming less feral and it makes me sad because feral is the essence of who I am. (laughs) And if I lose my feralness, you're atrophying because you're not using that part of yourself. It's true. It's like I'm not working out. You're not working out. So your muscle is shriveling up and dying. My vagina is shriveling up and dying. And you are doing it on purpose because if you weren't, you'd be going on dates once a week. This is true. Do you feel like it's benefiting you, though? How do you feel? honest do you feel sad or do you feel happy or do you feel both i think that because of many things in my life at the moment i'm not sliving and sliving i (laughs) really so i feel like i'm just in a rut in every aspect Mm. and sexually it's just one of the aspects that i'm in a rut do you want to break your celibacy we're breaking free (laughs) sorry do i want to break my celibacy yeah, if you want to help me break my celibacy, email notmothersbookclub at gmail.com. Or you can slip into the Sleelems and... <laughs> the Sleelems. <laughs> we're going to listen back to this season when we're like 50. <laughs> we're on like family road trips and we're like, we should listen to episode 185 of <laughs> Not Your Mother's Book Club. And our children are like, no, mom. Not again. They yeah. can quote it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and we're going to listen to this episode and be like, why did we say Slips Laughs Love so much? So much. It's because of Paris Hilton. It's because of her. She is it's a so parasite. I- <laughs> it's so iconic. A parasite. Oh, my God. If you could only read one genre of book for the rest of your life, what genre romance. would it be? Or fantasy romance. Fantasy romance. That's my answer. Okay. Fantasy romance. I like it. So is there some slut in there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's okay. some slut. There's definitely <laughs> slut in there. Who do you think I am? Who, who do you think I am? What about you? Horror. Horror. That's it. I love it. Slay. Um, do you want to hear the book I brought this week? I guess that's why we're here. I guess that's why we're here is to is to read some books. People don't just listen to us because I like to ramble on about how life is tiring. <laughs> Last night I was literally like, I don't want to go to bed because I don't want to wake up. Yeah, that's verbatim what she said. <laughs> It was like 1 a.m. We just finished watching The Bachelor. <laughs> and she's like, I don't want to go to sleep because that means I'm going to have to wake up. Yeah, because I knew I had to do things today and I didn't want to do them. <laughs> Did you ever get that mood? No, 100,000%. Like, I literally just don't want to fall asleep because I don't want the next day to start. Yeah, that was me the past like few days because I'm like, I have problems I have to deal with and <laughs> yeah. I don't want to deal with them. I think I it's s- called depression. Yeah. 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 I was like, I'm going to deal with them tomorrow. And then I stay up till 3 a.m. because I don't want it to be tomorrow. But what a great time midnight is. <laughs> midnight is when all the magic happens. It's true. It's when all the chaos happens. It's really when we get unleashed. Yeah. The book I brought this week <sighs> is called The Perfect Letter by Chris Harrison. <gasps> get out. Yes. I thought this book was hardback. I didn't think it looked like this. Wait, what's happening with her hair? <laughs> It's in her mouth. Why is it dumb? What's this? There's That's a hair. shit stain on the book. It's hair. <laughs> it looks like a shit stain. Look at his picture on the back. <gasps> <It's> so- 
It's a ghost. Okay, so the issue with Chris Harrison is that he's a racist. <laughs> so for anyone that doesn't know, he's a really awful person. Yeah, um, I mean, if you can't host a fucking stupid ass, like, dating reality show for 27 years and not be an awful person. Well, exactly. He, yeah, it was most, it was recent, like, maybe last year. It was, like, two years ago. Yeah, and he said something, like, pretty racist during A Woman Tells All or something. No, he basically, it was against Rachel, that the first black bachelorette. And uh. she was, like, super into, like, Black Lives Matter, obviously, and, like, speaking her piece and, mm-hmm. like, just, like, expressing her feelings. And mm-hmm. he, like, he basically just said that her p- opinions weren't valid. Yeah, and during was, an interview, wasn't it? Or something, yeah. yeah. Maybe it was, like, a tweet thing and then they did have an interview and he mm-hmm. still stuck by it. But it was very, <laughs> like, that's not what you do. Yeah. That's not what we do here. No. Who's his PR? Like, come on. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Dude. His PR was yeah. bad. Anyways, but- he got... Look canceled and then fired from the show and now and then he wrote a romance novel <laughs> he wrote a romance novel so yeah you know maybe problematic that we have it oh my god it says host of the bachelor and bachelorette at the bottom yeah those are his credentials r.i.p <laughs> those are his credentials um i don't like it it looks like a cowboy romance but like i'm really just stuck on her hair like why is it on her mouth why is it looking like this she has no arm armpit hair. Well, women can't have hair, Michaela. No, true. <laughs> the perfect letter should be part of the canon right alongside the works of Nicholas Sparks <gasps> and Timeless Lifetime Movies by New York Magazine. That's that's a standard. That's a hype. <laughs> Why would they do that? Um, the cover is half of a woman. Her arm is outstretched. She looks like she's on a cattle ranch, maybe. Hair is everywhere. She's wearing polka dots, which are so 2008. <laughs> 2000 and late. She got that boom, boom, boom. Um, That's it. Chris Harrison's name is just as big as the font. Like I know. He's... <laughs> that always cracks me up. Yeah. Because he's La Famous. I guess. I see that there are two sticky notes in this book. So there's only two sex scenes. Yeah. I stopped reading the book halfway through because there was no way I was going to finish it. Do you think that he actually wrote this or he... That's what I'm wondering. I would probably put money down that he got a ghostwriter. Yeah, 1000%. He was like, this is kind of what I want for a plot. And then they mixed it up and they yeah, actually wrote there's it. There's no way that this man is eloquent enough to write a full romance novel. No, he probably just wrote the date cards. And then he's like, that's my <laughs> my resume. That's my creative writing. Yeah, I'm surrounded by fake romance all day, every day. Can't stop, won't stop. And I write letters. It says on the back, from the man who knows a thing or two about love. I don't think he does. (laughs) He has been watching the most stupidest forms of love for 25 years. Yeah, it's very toxic. (laughs) So inaccurate. It's not love. They date for eight weeks and then they get engaged. Well, they date multiple people. It's lust. It's, it's not. Is it even lust? It's fake. Okay, so this is the plot. Okay, give me that plot. Can I guess? Yes. She's a rancher. He is her brother. They fall in love. <laughs> <laughs> it really took me a second to hear what you were saying. Yeah. yeah. Incest. Incest. Alabama. She's incensed with incest with incense. <laughs> Um, no, that's not what it is. Okay. <laughs> Lee Merrill spent 10 years running away from her past. Lee Merrill? 
We couldn't come up with a better name. Guess how Lee is spelt. L-E-A. That's it. <laughs> Wouldn't that be Leah? Yeah, but I don't know. <laughs> Wait, how can you spell Lee not L-E-E? Is there an H? Is it L-E-E-H? Is it L-E-I? <laughs> is, is it L-E-U-Y? Lee. <laughs> <laughs> It's just all of the vowels. (laughs) All the vowels. It's L E I G H. (gasps) (laughs) Take it out back. Castrate it. Guillotine. That's incestuous. That's disgusting. (laughs) Oh my God. No. Lee Merrill. Now she's going back. A talented young. Now she's going back. She's going back. What the fuck is she going back to? Her brother? Her past. Oh, okay. <laughs> she's time traveling. Stop living in the past. A talented young book editor in New York City, Lee leads a rich life full of writing, parties, and romance, far from the dust of her grandfather's horse farm in Texas. Oh my god, Kay, odds that this is Chris Harrison's backstory. <gasps> Oh my god, 10 out of 10. Because now he's a writer. Now he's a fancy book writer in the big city. I wonder how many people on the show hit on him. Like, I wonder how many women were actually just there to meet Chris Harrison. And Oh my god, probably a fair chunk. Yeah. I wonder if he slept with any of them. Probably. 1,000%. And she is engaged to Joseph, a brilliant, generous man who adores her. Still, when she's invited to a writer's conference in Austin... Lee can't help but feel that Texas, with all of its tangled secrets, is calling her home. She tells herself the trip is just a few days away to catch up with old friends, meet new authors, and clear her mind. But Lee's plans for a quiet retreat quickly dissolve when she discovers a stack of letters from her past in her hotel room. Letters that bear her soul and her deepest and darkest secrets. Letters she wrote to the love of her life. (gasps) After years of running, but with nowhere left to hide, Lee must finally decide what she truly wants and just how much she'll risk to get it. Okay. You know what he should have done? Tell me. He should have written the first sexy book from the male perspective fully. Yeah. They never do that. It's all about the woman, and then sometimes it goes into male perspective. They're never like, Jim was a farmer, and he just lost his wife. Never understanding true love again after that loss. His son is there. <laughs> and he fucks his son. Yeah. <laughs> One night. I'm just kidding. One night. <laughs> With the, the glow of the candlelight path, in the farmhouse. It, yeah, it's 1 a.m. Wearing flannel on flannel. I have... His spurs clicking in the night. <laughs> just the sound of spurs. <laughs> it's morphed into a horror movie. <laughs> He's hunting his son. Oh my god! For fucking his girlfriend. <gasps> I love it. I love. Let's write it. I'd read it. Let's write it. Um, this is him. He's really just. He did this. This happened to him. This is a review from the Huffington Post. Oh okay. Do you love romance? No. Do you love reading? No, I can't. Do you love The Bachelor? Uh. 
Are you from Texas? No. If you answered yes to any two of those questions, do we ever have a book for you? Did I? I didn't answer yes to any of them. <laughs> well, that's not for you. I answered, uh. What kind of a review is that? They really read it and was like, there's nothing good about this book, but we were paid to write something good about this book. No, they were literally like, can you read? Are you a human? Have you been in love? I guess you'll like this. It's not a book for you. <laughs> That's the description for our podcast. Are you an idiot? Have you dated sometimes? Do you know how to read-ish? If the answer is no to that last question, <laughs> do you have it's no okay friends? <laughs> because we read to you. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. So basically this book, Lee is a fancy woman living in New York. She's sure. engaged to this man, Joseph. Sure. She goes home for a writing conference. And the whole book like kind of switches between past and present so you find out in the flashbacks that when she was living on her grandfather's farm there was a young man that came with the horse trainers who was one of their sons and they started dating i honestly forget his name right now but we'll find out when i open the book sure what a surprise and they fall in love and as you do as you do but no one wants them to be together because her grandfather's like he's a no good helping hand he's Horse a, our servant yeah 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 they're racist they're, yeah. you can't classist be classist <laughs> not racist well chris harrison is racist so sorry it, that's it why i was through. getting confused yeah it comes through he's like you can't date them and she's like okay i hate you but i, I will still date him but in secret so oh. they make plans to run away together during university okay but one night in the summer, one of the horse wranglers kidnaps her, corners her, and almost sexually assaults her. <gasps> oh, my God. Her man comes in, interrupts them, and is like, what are you doing? Lee grabs her grandfather's gun. <gasps> is he in jail? Oh, my God. She, he gets sent to jail. <gasps> she shoots the horse wrangler point blank oh my God. because he was threatening her. Oh, my God. And he was being disgusting. So she just well, shot him. Well, he was just being a man. He was being a man who thought he owned everything. Yeah. I think that we should get a pass as women. If I shoot a man, it should just be like, well, he was existing. He was, it's self-defense. <laughs> he literally looked at me. <laughs> You literally breathed in my direction. I felt unsafe. That is a crime. If anyone saw Andrew Tate anywhere, if you if he was shot in oh the moment. Oh, my God. I would go to jail for 20 years if I could shoot Andrew Tate. You heard it here, folks. <laughs> Listen, if Andrew Tate's dead, you should question me. Okay. Who would you rather have sex with? <laughs> Andrew Tate. <laughs> Donald Trump. Oh, my God. Um, Who's that guy with the podcast that every straight white man listens to? Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan. Fuck, Mary kill. Yeah. Andrew Tate, Donald Trump, and Joe Rogan. Yeah, there you go. That's the one. Kill Donald Trump. No. Yeah. Well. No. Kill Andrew Tate. Yes. Kill Andrew Tate because he's literally a sex trafficker. Yeah. Well, who's to say that Donald Trump also isn't? He most likely he is. He most likely is. All three of these men are probably sex traffickers. Donald Trump was a part of all of the Epstein shit. This is true. Oh, my God. Epstein. Oh, my God. Epstein. <laughs> okay, no. It's Andrew Tate, Donald Trump, and Epstein. Okay. There you go. Okay. Kill Andrew Tate. Yeah. Kill Donald Trump. <laughs> Kill <laughs> Epstein. <laughs> you really said it as if you were really going to choose. Yeah. <laughs> You know what? In I would this... rather kill myself than have sex with any of these Yeah, men. kill myself, kill myself, kill, kill myself. myself. Yeah, that's the one. That's the one. Go I to would jail not for let 20 any years. of those men touch me. No. No. Not with a not with a hundred foot pole. No. 
If they're in the same city as me, I'm leaving. Yeah. It it really hurts my brain to think about who's less sexually. No. Who's just less appealing. They're all disgusting. They're literally all taint sweat. They they are the epitome of taint sweat. They are literally taint sweat. That's the name of their band. Taint sweat. Taint sweat. (laughs) And they are the only ones that will play at King Charles's thing. (laughs) No one wants to sing at King Charles except them. No, just that. Because King taint Charles sweat. <laughs> taint sweat. Taint sweat. There's because- one person in the audience. <laughs> it's only King Charles. It's Joe Rogan. His wife didn't even show up. Oh my God. Yeah, his wife is dead. Who? Princess Di. Oh, well, yeah. But he, that other one. Camilla. Yeah, Camilla. That other one. Whatever her name is. Um... What were we talking about? Oh my god, who would you rather bring back to life? (laughs) (laughs) Princess Diana? Gandhi? Is Gandhi dead? Yeah, right? Is it he? I don't know. know. He he might still be alive. Or I'm thinking of the Dalai Lama. He's still alive. (laughs) I think. Or, um... Marilyn Monroe. No, no. What's her name? Maggie. Oh my god, what's her name? The actress. Maggie. Maggie Smith. She's still alive. I thought she died. No! (laughs) No, she's not dead. You said to me that she died <laughs> when we were watching Harry Potter. No, I You're never like, said she's... like, it's so sad all of these people are dead. Mikhail, I never... Don't go... I never said that. I never said she was dead. Okay, I need to check this. Because if Maggie Smith is dead, we're canceling today's episode. Wait, oh, wait, wait, wait. Uh, Betty White. Oh, Betty White's dead. Betty White. Diana. Princess Diana. Or Gondi. <laughs> Sorry, Gandhi, but I gotta bring back Princess Di. This is true. I gotta bring her back. Yeah. She did, she would have had way more power to do things. It's true. She has things to do. She has things to do. She's an amazing person. She really is. She was murdered. She just needed some help. Someone she was mucked up. She was hitmaned. Yeah. What were we talking about? I don't know. I have no idea <laughs> at this point. Oh, yeah. So she shot the, the horse oh. wrangler. <laughs> She shot the horse wrangler. I shot the horse wrangler. And then, oh, I think his name is Jake. Yes. Jake. (gasps) That's my high school crush's name. Who ended up being a misogynist. Yeah, and a racist and a homophobe. We love it. But he has a list. (laughs) (laughs) He has a speech impediment. That was one of the most heartbreaking moments of my life. Yeah, when you found that out. Yeah, he had been like messaging me slash chasing me since elementary school crazy and then we finally started talking and really hardcore flirting and then he just came out and was like you know that people of color actually have a lot of privilege and i was like what he's like my best friend is black but (laughs) and then i sent him a picture of an influencer and he was like i hate it when fat people exist and i was like what (laughs) i was like i have the same body type as this woman and he was like no you don't i was like well i do so you're calling me fat. He um, literally was like, they shouldn't make clothing for people that are obese because it makes people um, allowed to be obese. And I was like, <laughs> what? So you just want you just want fat people to walk around naked? Is that what this is, sir? Well, he was like, if there weren't clothing made for them, then they would just get their shit together. And I was like, no. 
That's fucked. That's, that's actually fucked insane. They also, I mean, they don't make clothing for well, black people. They really don't. It really is. It's fucking awful. They don't. Well, and it's just people with body types that are very average. Literally. Where are the clothing for us? We're both mid-sized. Yeah. Where? And where is we, it? I struggled to find pants. This is why I just own shoes. <laughs> She's like, all I can fit in is shoes. Our size ten shoes. <laughs> Okay, this episode is wild. Um, What's happening? She shot the sheriff. She ah, shot the sheriff. <laughs> she shot the horse wrangler yeah. who's going to rape her. Hot. And Jake took the fall. Yeah. Because he was already dealing drugs. Yeah. He was dealing horse steroids. <laughs> Against his will. People are taking horse steroids? Not taking them, giving them to the horses. (laughs) But also ketamine. Yeah. yeah. Well, this is what I'm saying. No, but he was being forced to buy horse steroids by this shitty man. Sure. Aren't we all? And so he was like, they're going to find out I'm already a criminal. Lee, you don't know I'm a criminal, but now you're finding out. So he went to jail for 10 years and he refused to talk to her. She was like, I'll wait for you. And he's like, don't wait for me. And she went to go visit him. She wrote him letters, still in love with him this whole time. And he never once gave her the time of day because he was like, I want you to go live your life. But she was like, I can't live without you. Anyway, she was like, fuck you. You ignored me. Oh, okay. She she turned. Okay. She was like, okay, well, clearly you're not going to listen or reply to me. So yeah. she's hurt. She's yeah. hurt. Yeah. So she went off and did her own thing. And now she's engaged. Sure. To a man that she doesn't really like, but she'll settle for him. Isn't that the way of the world? It's the way of the world. And she goes to this writer's conference and her best friend in Texas is like, it's been 10 years. He's out of jail. <gasps> and she's like, what the fuck? And he never came to see me. Oh, my God. But then... He did. He came to the writer's conference to watch her speech. And then he just left letters. And he left letters in her room. That's so stalker. Yeah. And she was like, fuck this shit. She read like the first letter where he was like, I saw you in your pretty dress when you came to the prison to see me, but I can't let you know that I'm still thinking about you. She's like, this is bullshit. So she drives to their hometown, finds him and is like, you're a piece of shit. And he's like, I still love you. And she's like, I also still love you. And now they're going to have sex. Wow. Well, yeah. Sure. (laughs) That's fine. That's a storyline. It is a storyline. It's a plot. We Things happened. I'm actually... It's fine. Yeah. He's a racist. I don't think I can say anything good about this book. (laughs) It has to automatically be a negative 10. Um, It's a fine storyline. I could see a movie being made. I think that that was really what he was trying to do is he's trying to get a movie. He's trying to supplement his bachelor income with something that can be made into a franchise. Yeah, exactly. Okay. It's pouring rain outside. They made out on the docks. And then they were like, let's not make out here. Let's go back to my hotel room. Sure. Ready? Strap in, girl. Yeah, I don't. She's strapped. On the porch, they took stock of the damage. Lee's t-shirt was soaked through, her breasts clearly visible underneath. Oh my god. Her whole body shivering with the sudden cold. Jake was equally soaked, water dripping off the brim of his Stetson and down his back, soaking the waistband of his jeans, his boots splattered with mud. Wait, he's he's wearing a hat? He's wearing a cowboy hat. Oh, okay. Before she could get the key in the lock, Jake spun her around and kissed her hard. Their mouths pressed together fiercely, 
his tongue firm and insistent in her mouth. He had a light layer of stubble around his jaw, and it rasped her cheeks and her mouth. He pulled her toward him again, like he had at the dock, and she felt every inch of him underneath his wet clothes. The hard, flat muscles of his chest and belly, the length of his long legs encased in wet jeans. I really do like the name Jake. It is a very nice name. I think that I'm a simple girl. <laughs> I don't know. It's just such like, it's it's a good, wholesome boy name. And I feel like most Jakes that I meet are very like boy crush moments. Yeah. And then they end up being complete idiots. <laughs> but it really starts with boy crush. Yeah. Jake is a boy crush name. He's the boy next door. Totally. Who then fucks your mom or something. Ugh. That's Jake. As per usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Between them, the growing weight of ten years of lust and longing, the swell of want. Lee reached down and touched him through the fabric of his jeans and felt him recoil. Don't, he said, his voice low and ragged. Let me take it slow, or this will be over in under a minute. I've waited ten years to touch you again, and I have no intention of rushing things. Why, why do they always do this? I'm of the mindset that, like, first round of sex, fast, quick, get it over with. She's done. And then, when you're hard the next time, you've already got one out of your system. It's like how men masturbate before they go on dates. Yeah. You gotta, like, get one out so that you're not, like, crazy. And then you're fine. <laughs> yeah. Have you ever... Did you ever think about that? <laughs> In what context? I agree with you. Um, masturbating before going on a date. Sometimes I do it. If I'm like yeah. really nervous, actually, I will like masturbate to like calm myself down. Oh, really? Yeah. See, I only do it if I just can't sleep. I also do yeah. that. <laughs> if I just really, because it tires you out. It does tire you out. But I've really never done it when I'm nervous. I don't think that I could get my brain focused. Like when I have like the butterflies. Yeah. Before I date, I'll I'll do it. It doesn't happen often because men are dumb. But yeah, when I'm like, okay, I'm like, what do I do? Let me just calm down. Hmm. Maybe I should do that. I usually just have a drink. Because it centers you. Yeah, this is true. It gets you out of the mindset of like stress and sex. It gets me out of my body, mm-hmm. funnily enough. Yeah. Or into my body and less, uh, less in my head. Well, you're more grounded. More yeah. grounded. Interesting. Maybe I should try this. Yeah. Do you get nervous when you go on dates with men? Um, I get more nervous about being disappointed. Mm. I get more nervous about being a waste of my time. Yeah. And then what do I have? What can I do? Yeah. <laughs> like now I'm just stuck. Yeah. I get more nervous about being stuck on a date. Right. We should have a safe word where if you text me, I will come to your date and be like, you need to come with me right now. <laughs> <laughs> what a wild thing. As somebody who's on the date, I would never buy that. <laughs> If their roommates showed up and they were like, we got to go, grandma's dying. Grandma's I'd dying. I'd be like, why'd you come here? Why wouldn't you just call? <laughs> or yeah, I would call you and be like, you need to come back home right no, now. No, but how dramatic. That would be so dr- It would be a story for him to tell. Well, but then what if he had a car and he was like, I'll drive you to the hospital. And we're like, no, we'll just transit. <laughs> transit there. <laughs> she lives in Markham. Yeah, she lives yeah. so far away. He's like, I'll drive you to Markham. We're like, oh, no. No. Um, that's fine. We have to pack. <laughs> we have to pack. <laughs> it was cold and damp in the cottage. Lee wrapped her arms around herself and said, I'm freezing. Okay. 
Jake bent over the fireplace and in a minute had a soft little blaze going. Lee stood back and watched him, pretending to warm herself, but instead watching his face lit by the firelight, the angle of his jaw, the golden light on the stubble there, the yellow flicker reflected in his dark blue eyes. If it was possible, he was even more handsome than he'd been as a kid, now more comfortable in his own skin, maybe. Less garrulous than he'd been when they were young. Less jokey, more serious. I feel like I'd be so attracted to this man. I'm picturing him, this brunette man with, like, a little bit of wet hair going on and those, like, blue eyes and then, like, a little bit of stub. But he's, like, nice and slender but, like, also muscular with his, like, little jeans. And his name is Jake. I would die. His eye- eyelashes are probably, like, wet and stuck together. Yeah, they're a little bit long. He has, yeah. a, like, a little bit of flushed face. Yeah. And his hands are nice and, like, worked in. Yeah, he's got calloused hands because he's been in jail for 10 years. <sighs> and he's probably very fit. And hung. He's probably hung as hell. Nice butt. Nice Really legs. nice butt, yeah. Uh, I'm really attracted to this man. <laughs> and he's wearing cowboy boots. Oh, my God. <laughs> But even you know what? I would take him barefoot. Would you wrap barefoot? <laughs> I, well, they're in the house now. Would you sleep. rather sleep yeah. with a cowboy, a priest, or a daddy? <gasps> well, wait, can he be a cowboy priest daddy? <laughs> no. That's what I choose. No, you, no you I chose it. It's one. already chosen. You can only He's have a one. daddy priest cowboy. You can only have one. He's a priest you know, who's. No. No, cowboys during the day, and he's also you can't a daddy. Have it all, no, you gotta pick one. Can he just be a little bit of daddy? No. Wait, but what does the daddy entail? He's a fifty-year-old ma- hot man. It, does he have a child? Do you want him to have a child? Mm. No, he's a rich man. He owns his own company. He's fifty years old, and he's you're his good girl. <laughs> Are they all named Jake? Yeah. <laughs> No, I think that Jake only works for a cowboy. It's true. A daddy named Jake? I would know. I don't want that. A priest named Jake? <laughs> no, uh, the priest name is Jacob. The priest is Jacob. And the daddy is um Jeremy. Oh, yeah, that's good. Those or, are good. Yeah. All J names. Jonathan. I like Jeremy. I like Jonathan. Well, you just like the name Jeremy. 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 <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, answer the fucking question. Ah! Ah! A cowboy, a priest, and a daddy walk into a bar. Michaela's panties are on the floor. (laughs) Who are you walking up to first? The dad. Well, first? Wait, no, that's a different question, though. Who are you walking up to? Who are you leaving the bar with? Who am I leaving the bar? Okay, well, the situation would be... I would walk up to the cowboy first. I'd have a nice conversation with him. We would flirt a lot. It would be fun. But I'm distracted by the dad sitting at the other end of the bar. So he sends me a drink. And then I'm, like, making an excuse. I'm like... I have to go to the washroom. On my way to the washroom, the priest stops me. And he's like, you're the most beautiful thing that I've ever seen. You, I've seen God. I'm questioning yeah, my... <laughs> you are the light of my life. Fire my loins. Yeah, he starts singing a hymn. And then I'm like... Ave Maria. <laughs> he gives yeah. me his number. Yeah. We'll keep you this should, on the no, download. He gives you the address of the church. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> kind of the church. Just puts it in my purse. He's like, I have to go because I have a sermon early. But here's... Why is he in the bar? <laughs> It was a long day. Okay, okay, yeah. He, he gives re- me a little body of Christ, and then he leaves. He's drinking the blood of Jesus. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I keep walking, and I run into the dad. 
and um he corners you in the alley no no no, no not the, I'm at the, the, alley. the bathroom hallway yeah I, I go to the washroom we make really intense eye contact but i walk past him yeah with his drink and i give him a little like thanks for the drink and i go to the washroom and then i come out of the washroom and he's right there and he's like i'm so sorry to be so forward but i just needed to have you and i didn't know if i would have the chance because you're being swarmed by men all night <laughs> And then I grab his tie because he's wearing a suit and I pull him into the washroom and then we have crazy animal sex. Crazy animal sex. I love it. And then I write his name. I write my phone number on his arm Mm -hmm. and I give him a little kiss and I say, call me. Call me. I see this for you. That's the situation. Hasn't this happened to you already? No. (laughs) What has this happened to you? Didn't this happen last Tuesday? Didn't you tell me this happened? Last Tuesday, what was I doing on a Tuesday? It's a bit, Michaela. Go with the oh. bit. <laughs> I was like, well, some of this has happened to me before, but not all in the same night. Prison had taught him to say as little as possible, maybe, though at the time there was nothing much to say, nothing to do except to bask in the presence of each other at last. He stood. Slowly, he turned her around and stripped off her wet T-shirt, her sodden bra, He bent over her neck, her ears, his mouth tasting her skin, his hands reaching up for her wet and goose-fleshed breasts. A shivering that had only a little to do with the cold rattled her teeth and limbs. You're so cold, he said. Wait, he's from Texas. Oh, yeah. I've been doing it bad. Yeah, yeah. You're so cold, he said. Come closer to the fire. Nope. (laughs) This ruined it. (laughs) Come closer to the fire, baby. To the foul, boy. To the foul, boy. He stripped off his shirt and boots, leaving on his jeans. How Fifty Shades of him. So Fifty Shades. At least he didn't leave the room and put on a different pair of jeans and then come back. <laughs> At least his zipper isn't completely unzipped and his upper balls are hanging out. Yeah. <laughs> upper balls. Yeah. <laughs> Then he wrapped both of them in the down comforter from the bed, his arms around her back. Lee resting her head in the middle of his chest and looking into the fire, the shivering in her belly lessening. In the cottage on the hillside with the rain pouring down, they were completely alone for the first time, learning to be comfortable with each other again, with the idea of the other as a real and solid and physical presence. There was no grandfather to catch them, No father or job or jail cell to stand in their way. For the first time since the night Jake had left for Florida, there was only the bliss of the two of them, completely alone, completely free to take their time and do whatever they wished. When Lee's shivering lessened, she felt Jake's fingers stroking her arm, gently at first, then more purposefully. He bent to tilt her mouth towards his. His mouth on her was electric the scratch of his light beard, the pull of his lips on her skin, the low burning that started in her belly and spread all through her, feet to head, until she was glowing like the fire herself. Ugh, I don't know. These are all just words. (laughs) Over their years apart, she'd started to think it was all in her imagination, the way her body responded to Jake's hands and mouth, but here it was again, both familiar and entirely pleasurably new. He slid his hands down into the waistband of her jeans and pushed them off her hips. 
There was a kind of feverish desperation in his movements as he pressed her onto her back in front of the fire, as he pulled off her panties and left her naked in the white comforter, sitting back to look at her. That's so hot. I enjoy the scene of this sex scene. Mm, the setting. Yeah, it's really nice. A white comforter is so sexy. And then the light of the fire, also very sexy. Two people that came in from the rain. Drenched. Drenched. Why are his jeans still on? He's a cowboy. He's a cowboy. <laughs> Lee, he said hoarsely, and the firelight was shining in his eyes. My Lee. Her eyes were blurring as she reached up to pull him down to her. So you didn't forget about me after all? No, he murmured. I never could. I wanted to. I tried to forget about you, and I tried to make you forget about me. I thought it would be easier for both of us. You were wrong. Seems I was. Then he was hovering over her, pinning her arms over her head while he pulled off his jeans with the other hand, his <gasps> knee pushing her thighs apart. That is a move. That is crazy. He How practiced he... that in jail for sure. <laughs> <laughs> How could he do that? How do you take off your jeans with one hand while using your knee to push her thighs apart? Well, maybe he would take it off to, like, pass the knee, and then in order to get it over his foot, he brings up the knee, and then he's pushing her thigh apart, and then he takes it off of his foot, and then just with the other leg, like, shakes it like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he takes it off one leg, uses that <laughs> knee to push her thighs apart, and then, yeah, he's shaking This is it. literally exactly what is I it? just said. <laughs> <laughs> but instead... <laughs> That's not what I pictured when you said it. <laughs> but you said it like it was new and interesting, but it was literally the exact same thing. I'm dying. I'm dead. What? Men trying to take their pants off is the most hilarious thing in the it's world. It's such an ick. Men trying to take your panties off while you're straddling them. Such an ick. Hilarious. Because <laughs> they just all sense leaves the brain yeah they're, they're like, like wait but why can't it come off i'm like because my legs are straddling you you freaking humpback what are you doing oh my god and he rips your what would you do if a man ripped your panties oh i would cream just kidding. <laughs> he would come instantly <laughs> no but it's like that book where he like cut her panties off yeah panty slicer <sighs> <laughs> no nah, i think it would have to be warranted don't make me wait anymore she said and when Jake raised his hips to enter her, she grabbed him and pulled him into her mm. with both hands. Oh, my God. And he gave a long, low moan like a man who thought he was dead suddenly come back to life. They lay still, joined together for several long seconds, Jake's breath heavy in her ear. But then she twined her arms around his neck and bent his mouth first to her own, then to her breasts, as he began to move, gently at first like he was afraid of his own good luck. Then, more forcefully, the pressure between them building. She raised her hips higher to admit him, and grabbed his buttocks and pulled him into her deep, deeper. She pulled him in until she thought her ribs would crack and her body would collapse with wanting. At last they both cried out and shattered against each other, first Jake, then Lee a second later. They fell back in a wet and tangled heap of limbs and discarded clothing, Jake shivering against her, Lee running her hands through his hair. Jake, her Jake, at long last. 
God, how I missed you, Jacob Rhodes, she said. Jake looked over at her, grinned, and said, So does this mean we aren't through after all? Oh, babe, said Lee, pulling him toward her again. Not by a long shot. End of sex scene. That's it. That's it. That's all, babes. I feel robbed. The other tab I have is them when they're 15 having sex for the first time. Oh. And it's more detailed than this. But when I was reading it, I was like, there's something about a grown ass man writing a sex scene with two minors. Explicit, mind you. Mm -hmm. An explicit sex scene with two minors. Yeah. That just does not do it for me. Yeah, that creeps me out a little bit. It's so creepy. That should be fade to black. Yeah. That should not be an explicit sex scene. No. We're not writing sex with two minors. That's not what we're doing. No, that's true. Un- unless it's like, um, no, not even. Not like, even. If, if I'm reading, I'm thinking if I was reading a book when I'm in high school and they are like high schoolers. All and- the YA books I read that were like a little risque, all the sex scenes were fade to black. Yeah, the no, same. they did mm-hmm. was make out. Yeah. And yeah. it was hot for a 15-year-old, mm-hmm. but there was never an explicit sex scene. No, I no, I don't think I ever read a sex scene until I met you. <gasps> wow. Yeah, I don't think ever. Crazy. I'd read like hot and heated and, yeah. you know, make not a, out. Not an explicit. No, he I don't think ever. He stuck his throbbing cock in her love channel. Never, never. I've wow. never. Yeah, no. So yeah, I didn't bring that sex scene on here because that's not what we want. No, that's a little bit creepy. I feel... That if you're going to write a sex scene that's really quick, it needs to be paced differently and it needs to be more hot and heavy and I need you now, not as like romantic. No, not a slow burn like we haven't seen each other in 10 years. You're the love of my life. Making love. Yeah, no. Making love for five seconds isn't allowed. No. You can make lust for five seconds and I'll be like, okay, I'm on board. I believe it. But no, not love. Not love. Not this. No, love is a lifetime. No, he put it in her and then sat there for seven seconds. (laughs) And then he thrusted a little bit, sucked at her teat, and then came. Ew, sucked at her teat. That's exactly what he did. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just, I'm I'm really just PowerPointing it. Yeah. Nah, I, that's nothing. That is nothing. I think that I'm more turned on by just the random weird conversations that we've had and this Jake dude. I think I'm turned on by him. Yeah, the idea of him is great. Yeah. The execution of him is not great. No, I don't even know what she looks like. No. They didn't describe her Michaela, at all. Michaela, she looks like this. She has hair in her face. <laughs> She's just a and she has no armpit white hair. woman in polka dots. In polka um, dots. Yeah, it wasn't as visual as I wanted. I really, there was nothing going on. We expected way more from you, Chris Harrison. Actually, no, no I we didn't. didn't. No. no, we didn't. We did not. No, I expected nothing from him. And he delivered. He delivered nothing. Yeah. I would rate this um, a one. Yeah. I don't know. I'm I would say a two. A two? You're yeah. going to give it a two? I would say two. Yeah, I guess it's not repulsive. It's not repulsive. No. Like we did... They did the thing. We were in it to win it. We were in it to win when it. And like, they went inside and we were like, what a hot situation. This, the situation he set up was really hot. This is true. But the sex was not delivered. The sex was not delivered, which is you've got to have the sex to come on here. Yeah, that's the point. That's the whole point. 
yeah, it's a two. It's a two for me, dog. Two out of ten. Yeah. If you want more content like this, you should follow our Instagram at Not Mother's Book Club, or you can send us an email to notmothersbookclub at gmail.com if you want us to read your own homewritten erotica or published smut, or just send us dick pics or your social insurance number. And, oh, yeah. And <laughs> suggestions. And suggestions, yes. We do love a good suggest. We've gotten a lot, actually, this We um, did this season. Yeah, so thank you all. And if you want to give us money, you should become a part of our Patreon. It's really great. You get more content every month, and you get to have a little nice relationship with us um, (laughs) where we shit on you and yell at you about your choices in life. But we know your name, so. And we also know where you live. We do. (laughs) Will we come randomly to your house in the middle of the night? Have we? Yes. Mayhaps. (laughs) But I think you would love that. They would love that. <laughs> who do- who wouldn't love that? Just two beautiful women showing up at their house. Who doesn't love us? Happy Sunday, friends. Yeah, have a great God's Day. We really want you to have go have better sex than Chris Harrison wants oh you to have. Oh my God, yes. But also, would you have sex with the cowboy, the priest, or the daddy? These are the real questions. Yeah. Who cares about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit? No, no. It's no. the cowboy, the priest, and the holy daddy. <laughs> and the holy daddy! <laughs> Get out! In the name, amen. Amen, amen, forever amen. and ever. Amen. We're not religious at all. Okay, bye. Bye.